Welcome to Juicy January, a 10-day program full of pleasure by Beyond the Bedroom. If you would like to follow along via video, head to beyondthebedroom.org. Day 8. Give. Are they enjoying themselves? Do I look okay from this angle? Oh my god, no matter how much I try, I just can't seem to get the hang of this. Giving is a skill, and if you've ever had any of those thoughts go through your head, you're definitely not alone. If you can't relate to that, I'm sure that you'll still benefit from this little crash course on giving. Giving pleasure, being enthusiastic, and staying present may seem like a lot of plates to spin at once. Try shifting your perspective. So your exercise for today is called circular breathing, and it's traditionally done with two people. So one person breathes out, and while that person's breathing out, the other person will breathe in their outward breath. So the theory kind of behind this and why this tends to loosen people up and be better connected and be better givers is because often we're only thinking about the inhale, but the, the exhale is also very powerful. This is something that has been done. It's kind of ancient knowledge, right? This idea that the exhale is the giver and the inhale is the receiver, mostly because we're inhaling in and we're exhaling out. So that's kind of something that we psychologically put together. I have a background in biology and, and health sciences. And so for me, I'm always the type of person that's trying to figure out why and how. But when it comes to things like circular breathing and meditation, sometimes it's okay for me to say, well, that works for me and that's enough. So circular breathing is something you can also do with yourself. And we kind of have to break it up into two parts. Let's first focus on the inhale something that we always do subconsciously anyway. We take a nice deep inhale. When we're stressed, we might inhale a little harder or we might make little shallow breaths if we're not aware of it. So inhale now and exhale just gently. Inhale again and exhale with a little bit more force. Good job, now inhale and do short exhale, letting all of the air out at once. <sighs> Again. <sighs> Again. <sighs> now short inhale, long exhale. <sighs> all right. So now that was just a little bit of Simon Says, but let's think about the outward breath as the giver. What does it mean to be the giver? The outward breath is giving your energy, your air, what you've just done with that air, the chemical process you've created with it. The outward breath is also making an impact on something. So when you're breathing in, you're taking in the air. You're not making an impact on the air other than removing some of it from the environment around you. So when you are breathing out, you are making an impact. If you were to exhale on somebody, they would feel it on themselves. So you are penetrating the air with your breath. You are allowing your air to touch someone else. Uh, if you had your hand in front of you, so go ahead and put your hand in front of you. The inward breath is taking away air and the outward breath you can feel on yourself. Keep going and just notice how that feels to feel your breath in front of your mouth. 
Now imagine that you're breathing out from your feet. You're taking the deepest exhale you can. Now imagine that your breath is taking form. Every time you exhale, you're creating a little bit of a physical, maybe a color or maybe some sort of shape in the air in front of you. You can keep your hand in front of your face if that helps. Great job. So now I want you to imagine that you are breathing outwards with your pelvis. So you're breathing into your hips and you're also breathing just out of your hips. You're breathing into your genitals and you're also breathing outward with your genitals. So now imagine your breath is elongating or creating a physical form in your genitals as well. So that could be a color. And we're working a lot with the imagination here, but that could be a color. It could be a physical shape. You can even take your hands and kind of brush them down your genitals as you breathe outward. So you're breathing in, your hands are on your belly. You're breathing out, your genitals will get a little flick on. You're breathing out, you're kind of just stroking outward and down to your genitals. So hands are on the belly and out. You're just rubbing out. In and out. Great job. Keep going. Nice. Keep going. When you're exhaling your breath, you are giving. You're giving to the earth. You're giving to the air around you. If you were to breathe onto somebody, you would be giving them. So I want you to think about what are the things that we do when we're giving that can allow us to be more enthusiastic. So while you were given direction, maybe a visual or some type of psychological understanding for giving and breathing, you were probably a more enthusiastic breather, right? You were more enthusiastic about that exhale. So the key to giving is enthusiasm. So I know some people might disagree. Wait, but I can give the best blowjob ever and I'm not even really into what I'm doing. I'm thinking about something totally else. Well, then you are not receiving pleasure from the giving. I know, confusing. But you were probably an enthusiastic giver because you are thinking you're good at what you're doing. You're saying, I'm giving a good blowjob. So you're already uh, free from insecurity and that makes you enthusiastic. So the outward breath, the giver, we're going to be working with that as we're giving to somebody else or giving to ourselves. When you masturbate, go ahead and focus on the exhale now. It's a little homework for a different time. But when you masturbate, or even if you just want to try this with a little bit of genital stimulation, and that same thing is happening with your sexual, you can say energy or your sexual tone, your sexual interest, you are giving it. You are focusing on either a different person or a different scenario. 
your giving, some part of you. So set an intention for your giving. So this can be very powerful to set an intention for your giving before you're even in the bedroom. Remember, this is called beyond the bedroom. So this is the work that goes down before you start to have sex. So we are focusing on doing the work in terms of getting rid of the insecurities surrounding giving. So remember how I started this session today. Are they enjoying themselves? Do I look okay? A lot of the time, insecurities must be dealt with in order to stay present in your body, but insecurities must also be dealt with in order to stay present on someone else's body. And mutual pleasure can be really distracting for some people, but very motivating for others. So you have to figure out what motivates you to give pleasure. Is it the joy you get from seeing somebody? Are you competitive? So are you coming from a place of authenticity or are you coming from a place of proving yourself? Are you doing things that you enjoy? Are you saying things that you want to say? Are you performing or are you experiencing? So already we're doing some of the work that makes us better givers. I'm gonna say something that might just flip everything on its head. Being a good giver means not focusing too much on the act of giving. I know this might be opposite to all of the advice that you might have ever received, but if you focus too much on giving and receiving as two different parts, you might be doing more harm than good. So what it should be is kind of like this circle, right? If you've ever seen the yin-yang symbol, it's kind of similar. All of giving has a little bit of receiving and all of receiving has a little bit of giving. Think about when you masturbate. You're both giving and receiving pleasure to and from yourself. Think about this with other people as well. Yes, you might be physically doing a sex act on them, but, but you should be enjoying it somehow in order to be an enthusiastic giver. So when you deal with your insecurities, whatever they might be, it can make you a better giver. But if you also take enjoyment from seeing someone else get off, that automatically makes you a more enthusiastic giver. Communication is important too. We've already made ourselves loud and we have gotten to a point where we can somewhat open up more. Now I want to open up our ears. So while we're exhaling out and giving, we're also noticing and receiving from our ears and our minds and our eyes. <laughs> so we are noticing and taking inventory of someone's body language and we're taking inventory of what they're saying in order to make adjustments that suit us. A way you can practice this on your own is tune in to when you know you need to touch yourself differently. It's just an internal thing. You think to yourself, yeah, I'm really down to uh, get off right now. So I am going to stop thinking about it and start touching myself and my genitals. But when you're with someone else, you don't get those cues. So ask for it. Make it into a game. Ask for feedback in a way that feels sexy and feels comfortable for you. If that is too much pressure, do things where you get a full view of the person's body or cover yourself up completely. Find ways and be solution-oriented when it comes to giving. I know that it can be kind of bad advice to say just find a solution, but I'm inviting you to be creative, to be open, to be giving, and to really focus on honing this giving energy that we're creating with that exhale analogy. Today's practice is a little shorter today because there's a lot more introspection, journal work, and homework. What are some things you're enthusiastic about giving yourself or others? 
I also want you to do a little bit of homework and find out if mutual pleasure is distracting for you or if it's motivating for you. I also want you to create a list of things, either mentally or in your journal, of the things that motivate you to give pleasure in the best way possible. I want you to write out also a list of your insecurities about giving. If you don't have any, that's great. Just skip that part for now. But if you do, it could be body image related. It could be in your skill set. And I'll let you in on a little sex industry secret. There is no perfect way to do any sort of sex act. Sure, sex is a skill and there's lots of ways that you can hone that. But a lot of the time, it's just kind of trial and error and what you pick up along the way especially with another person. So the best givers are also the best receivers of information and criticism and direction. They know that they're just trying to please somebody, but they're not pushovers. <laughs> it's a tough balance. So imagine this inhale-exhale analogy. Do your homework, do your journaling, and have a little bit of fun when you masturbate next and realize that it's all a big cycle. All right, I'll see you for day nine, shift. We are going to disrupt the cycle and flip the script tomorrow. See you tomorrow.